You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Have we got a show for you today? Stand by and we'll listen to what's happening on Pigeon Radio Australia this morning. So stay tuned for the next two hours of Pigeon Radio Australia. And right now I've got to introduce the Maltese Falcon. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese Falcon. 600 years, the Falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese Falcon. Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese Falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Mr. Tony Barbara. How are you this morning? Good Ivan. Good morning, Ivan. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, all the listeners, and good morning to everybody around the world. Certainly. Good morning to everybody around the world. We've got a big show today, Tony. Yeah, big, big nice show. <laughs> and we're going to introduce this fella right now. <laughs> back folks let's give him a warm welcome back to pigeon radio australia introducing the one and only pigeon racing italian stallion joe angelino and good morning to mr joe angelino good you've made it to the end of the season mate Wow, wow wow what a season what a season Mm. hello to the listeners out there and 
Hello, Mr. Ivan and Mr. Yeah, Tony. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Wow, what a season. Finally Very come to season. an end. And what a show we've got today. Whoa, what a show, mate. We've got, we got oh. everywhere. I'm looking forward to it, actually. Oh. It's going to be our cracker today. A mm. cracker of we've a show. We've got Greater Melbourne Federation winners. Well, Federation got... winners, exactly. You yeah. name it. We've got it. We've got it all. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be very, VPO very exciting. Federation winners. Jeez, the VPO had some good racing, didn't it? Let me tell you. Good and racing. Returns, good returns. Oh, five yeah. and six. You know why. Why? State because of the art, mate. Yeah, State it. of the art. It's truck. the transport. And we're going to have out this transport, too. See? How can you go wrong? You can't. You can't. Come no, on. No. All right, Lister Angelina, I'm not going to talk too much because we can't even play music. I know. Today. We've got a lot no on. music. A lot on. So let's just take a break here from our sponsors and we'll be back with more Pigeon Radio Australia after this. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 Double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. This Movember, here's to the straggly moustaches, the lopsided ones, the itchy, ratty, ferrety ones, the ones, the hey, I look good with this ones, the absolutely filthy ones, the black, blonde, red and grey ones, the ones grown by Dad, the ones grown for Dad. All moustaches raise awareness, raise funds, start conversations and save lives. Because whatever you grow, will save a bro. Donate now at Movember.com. 
Are you playing renovation roulette? Deadly asbestos lies hidden in one third of Aussie homes. It can be found in any home built or renovated before 1990, lurking in walls, behind tiles, under floor coverings, in roofing. Asbestos, it was used everywhere. So if you're a renovator or a tradie, you could be risking your life and the lives of others. Respect asbestos because it's not worth the risk. Visit asbestosawareness.com.au to find out what you need to know. Summer's back, and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world, hosted and presented by Ivan Fonti. Pigeon Radio Australia, we're going to uh, get some information about the Victorian Pigeon Organisation and their Breeders' Plate, and we've got one of the new members of the committee of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, Breeders' Plate, on the line, who's doing a lot of work for the uh, uh, VPO Breeders' Plate, and that's Mr Frank De Pasquale. Hello Frank, how are you, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Thanks Ivan, I'm, I'm doing well, and yeah, good to be back on the um, on the show and promoting pigeons, yeah. um, because we've got a great sport we do have a good sport and it needs to be promoted we've got to get more people involved in it that's my opinion yeah and, and i second that and um and i think most of the flyers feel the same yeah we love our sport and uh, we want to see it grow um yeah mm. and thanks for having me on to talk a bit about the breeder's plate the um 2023 yeah well the microphone the microphone is yours frank i'd like you to promote promote and promote go ahead Dude. Okay, well, look, it's um, we're, we're running a breeders' plate on the fifteenth of October, um, a touch later than um, I suppose a lot of the breeders' plates. They normally happen late September, um, and you know we're thinking give a little bit more time to prepare the birds for opportunities. We're having two sales. We've got one sale where uh, people can get involved outside of our racing boundary, um, so that's the country flyers and interstate flyers. Um, the first sale is um, December ninth. And the second sale is January 6th. Um, and the race is on the north track. We're, we're from Mount Hope in New South Wales, um, which I think our drivers and convoys will like that. Um, it's a nicer place to go than some of the other spots where reception's poor and yeah. the towns are small. 
Yeah, and there's no one there. <laughs> yeah, there's no one there exactly. Yeah. We want to say it that way, but um, yeah, sometimes it's better to be to the point, isn't it, Ivan? Yeah, no, well, it's true. Some of these spots, mate, I was taking the birds up during the COVID, right, because I got a permit to go up the road. So mm-hmm. I was taking some of the birds up to Midiac and all that sort of stuff, and Tony was convoying with me, and Tony would be sitting next to me, and I go, this Midiac, I said, where is it? And Tony turns around to me and he said, You'll see, he says, when we get there, he said, there's nothing there. He said, you can't get a coffee, you can't get a, even a glass of water. And, he, and the middle yeah. of nowhere. In the middle yeah. of nowhere, he was telling me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, one thing, um, you know, I'm trying to bring a couple of fresh ideas to the um, to the Breeders' Pay Committee. And one, one thing is really, really important, I think, for people that want to be involved in Breeders' Plate is communication. In some of these country towns... You know, they're um, half an hour out of signal. Correct. So, you know, you put the birds up and you can't update your website and you can't get information back for half an hour. Well, so you can't even send a video of the liberation because it just correct. won't handle it, yeah? Yeah, correct. And people love to see that stuff. So That's next year right. we're from Mount Hope. Uh, we've got good signal up there. We'll have plenty of videos, mm. lots of live stuff, which will be really, really good. Yeah, that will And that's be. one of the things we're going to focus on. There's actually a lot of communication for this breeder's plate. Um, so there's lots of surprises to come over the next couple of months and leading up to the Breeders' Plate. So, you know, hopefully um, all those involved uh, stay focused and we'll be communicating to you guys regularly. Okay, so the VPR is the innovators of pigeon racing in Melbourne, I always say. Um, what what are we doing different to everyone else? Okay, well, there's, there's a few things. We... Um, our well, well, let's go through the basics yeah. first. So the the ring cost is uh, thirty dollars for a British plate ring, yeah. And every five rings that we sell, we have a nomination ring which is free. So you buy five rings, you get a nomination ring. Now, in regards to the nomination ring, we suggest everybody put it in an envelope and just park it because when you come to the race day, that ring allows you to pick any pigeon in your loft to go to that race. Gee, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah. And look, the with Breeders' Plates um, races, uh, obviously there's lots of birds, uh, lots of different preparation, um, and I think it gives strength to the mob coming home if we, you know, if people are picking that informed bird as well as their team that they've got. Mm. So I think that's exciting um, and gives people like a second chance, I suppose. Yeah. And it also rewards people for being loyal to the sport, you know, getting those extra rings. Uh, and it's the same concept for uh, people that buy birds at these sales. Mm. So we, we know that our, our catchment area, the way that our new members are coming in and everything, our backyards are getting a little bit smaller. People are struggling to have, you know, uh, the right size race loft and the right size breeding loft. So a lot of fly, fly, flies are all, uh, always out. Yeah, looking to um, get a few birds to bring into the loft mm. and the breeders' plate sales will satisfy the flyers and also satisfy you know, people out in the country, probably where the competition's a little bit lower for flyer numbers, mm. a little bit different. Um, and people in the state who you know may be developing a strain of birds and they want to test them in a different area. Mm. Um, so you know, we're trying to stimulate and bring a lot of energy into the area and satisfy people's needs. Mm. No, yeah. that's excellent. Now, one, one, one thing that we think is really important is um, the feedback for the breeders. So, you know, we don't want to be ringing up a breeder and saying, uh, hey, so uh, we just had our race, you know, you came six, here's your prize money, um, and, you know, they haven't heard from us all year. So what we want to be doing, um, you know, if anybody clocks, not so much clocks, but 
uh, anybody uh, races one of these birds in a lead-up race and the bird's towards the front end, mm. um, that fly can claim a, a result. Um, oh, yeah, know, so right. let's say it might be the third bird to their loft, but it's a reasonable time. That bird will get a, um, a result on the VPO website in the open race. It will be in the breeder's name. Gee, and so good. hopefully towards the end of the race season, and there might be four or five birds, 10 birds, 15 birds, whatever it is that have been clocked multiple times. And, um, you know, you know, flyers, sorry, flies, breeders know what their birds are doing. And that's important. So you're giving the breeders a, a big recognition for their birds and their breeding. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and also feedback. Um, you know, so you know, the following year they might actually send different birds. Mm. You know, like yeah, well, those families did, did good for me. It creates an open channel of communication that oh, yeah. encourages you know, communication from both the racer and the breeder, but it also gives them information, like you said. Yeah. And yeah, if you're sending quality birds, you know, let's say you're a country fly, you've built a family of birds over a long period of time, and you're sending them to a breeder's plate. Mm. Um, it's just good to know what's going on during the whole season. And, you know, we'll take the hits on the website. You know, we'll be wrapped if people come on our website and they're having a look for their, their name and their ring numbers. That's right. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, there's, there's a, there'll be a few other little surprises as we go along. Mm. You know, we don't want to let all the cats out of the bag, so to speak. Um, well, I know that you've, you're having two sales, and I know from past experience going up to things that the VPO organised, you have a lot of fun at these functions. How good have they been? Oh, fantastic! But don't leave hungry. That's for sure. Nah, I make I make sure <laughs> no one leaves hungry. Either. Yeah, yeah. Pl- plenty of food, plenty of drink, which is really good. And you know, what? and it's also yeah. free. Sorry, I missed that last bit. It's, and it, it's also free. free. Yep, correct, correct, hundred percent. Now we want to be giving back. Yeah. Um, you know, we've we've got the two sales scheduled in, um, but even you know, even uh, the feedback we've had this week, and um, you know, flies from interstate and people talking, um, you know, we'll be um, we'll be struggling to fit the birds in, so we may even need to call a third sale, which is good, which is exciting. Oh, gee, that'd be good, yeah. That'd yeah, be really good. Yeah, very exciting. And we've got a, f- a few friends uh, that have put their hands up out of state that um, you know want to. Um, uh, sort of help us out. So, and and saying that, if they, you know, we still don't have WA um, covered yet and Queensland covered yet. And, oh, yeah. um, so, if there's people up there that um, you know, um, I suppose a you know real pro pigeon sport, um, and you want to get involved and ask around a few of your your club members and uh. you know, maybe organise a basket, we'll, we'll pay the freight to get the well, birds I'll, down. I'll here. have to talk to Mister um, George Azar in uh, Western Australia see if we can organise something from there. Ivan, did you hear what Frank just said? What? If they organise birds, yeah, you're going to pay for the freight. Organised to pay for the freight. That's a good thing. Yeah. How good is that? One, That's very one hundred percent. You know, it's um. It, look, it, it, it's good uh, we scratch their back, they scratch our back. Yeah, that's right. They, that's we need to promote it as much of that sort of stuff for every federation in every sport um, across the country. You know what I mean? It's um, It feels good to do the right thing. So, yeah, and it feels good to be helping out. So, you know, I think if we have that attitude in our committee, we'll be successful. Um, yeah, and, you know, our, our little brand of um, sales will continue to grow. Mm, 100%. And you know what? My goal... Our goal is to uh, see that prize money grow every year. Yeah, of course. That's our yeah. that's our goal. Yeah, so, and so. saying that there'll be a thermometer, so to speak, on the website. So you know we're guaranteeing ten thousand for first, and it's fifty percent breeder and fifty percent flyer. Yeah. But 
Now, that, that has a possibility to grow if we can sell um, uh, enough rings mm. and sell enough birds. So we're going to pop a thermometer up. Um, I'm sure for the first month, maybe even you know, a month and a half, that probably won't move. But then after that, we're hoping that that will creep up a little oh, bit. I think so, so, you know, if you guys help out, um, you know, the flies, you know, buy a couple of extra rings than you usually do, yeah. um, come to the sales, uh, that could grow and it could get bigger and bigger. And, you know, we want that too. We want that excitement to see that grow. Mm. Now, with the uh, Breeders' Plate rings, you don't have to be a pigeon flyer. You can you, you can buy the ring and you can nominate anybody uh, that's nominated on that uh, flyer, VHA. So, for instance, you're saying, Joe Angelino, I can go to 88.3 Southern FM where yep. no one rates as pigeons. I'll yep. say, hey, fellas or ladies... Would you like to get into a pigeon race? All you've got to do is buy a ring and I'll find someone to fly the pigeon. Yeah, flight. well, you can breed a bird. Oh, I can and breed then you bird. just tell them, this is your number. Yeah. And when 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 the day of, when it's the race race day, yeah. if you want, you can come down, you put on a little barbecue. It's yeah. good fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, get course. together, watch the birds clock. It's good fun. Of course. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and there's, a, there's a few flies that do that already. Um, and they organise their own little syndicates. Um, not not so much for our breeders' plate, but they've done them with other breeders' plates, flies that I've heard of. They get their work friends involved. They have a barbecue on that day, particularly people that own businesses. Um, it's great. Anything that brings people together um, is is a good thing to do. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Now our, our catchment area for the race. So the lofts, the lofts that fly the race. So the actual flyers have to be either belong to the VPO, the VRPU, the WPF, or in the Geelong region. Um, so um, it's yeah, it's just we've made the catchment area a little bit smaller, so we can actually control the race a little bit better. Well, um, there's you know there's always knockers, Frank. And what do you say to these knockers that are sort of uh, not happy with that? Oh look, it's it's hard. It's you know it, it, it's very hard to be able to include absolutely everybody. Mm. And where do you stop? Where is you know where's the limit? So you open it up right up, and you'll get knockers. And you know you, you make it a bit smaller, you'll get knockers. But um, one thing for certain, if the you know we've got a strong committee for this race coming, um, yeah, so a six member strong committee. Um, it's going to be a, a slightly smaller catchment area, so we know we can do it really, really well. Oh. Um, so yeah, and and you know your birds as good as the the birds in your area, so to speak. Oh. So you know pigeon racing is you know a bit of a funny sport in the sense that sometimes you know you, you could you could have the bird that wins on velocity and you know and uh, but you look at the winds and there's a really bird really good bird that's on the other side of town and that happens occasionally oh. in the sport. Um, so by having a tighter catchment area, hopefully higher quality birds, um, and they're all coming to the one area, we should get better returns. Yeah, you're right. Um, and that will help. Um, you know, people have a, a positive experience and a pleasurable experience, and it's better for the safety of the birds. Yeah, of course. And that, that always comes in first priority. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, look, if, you, if you're front, you know, like some of the nationals, your front might be, you know, from one end of, uh, you know, Victoria to the other end of Victoria, you know, you might have like 180 kilometres, 200 kilometre front. Mm. And that's a big spread for the birds. It's pretty hard to do. Mm. Um, yeah, so, um, look, it, look, it's uh, many roads to Rome, isn't there? It's right, 100%. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all, all we can do is just um, tell everybody, this is what we want to do, this is what we think is right, Um yeah, come along, tag along, give us a shot, have a shot. Um, and, and look, there's other choices out there if they don't want to do it. Um, and and no one's going to be, you know, no one's going to be frustrated. No one's, yeah. It's um, yeah, the sports about inclusion. You want to get involved, come in, come join in. 
If you're not in the catchment area, you can definitely breed birds. And if your birds are picked up by VPO flies, they'll get results during the year as well. How good is that? Yeah. So well, no, that's, that's a little bit extra. And the other thing too is, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll learn from feedback. So um, once you're involved, once you've bought a bird, once you've bought a ring, um, you know, you'll become into the communication chain. You know, you'll get text messages. Um, and, you know, that feedback can go two ways. That feedback can come back to us for future development. Oh. Maybe someone out there will give us a great idea and, you know, we might be able to reinvent something for next year. Um, We're always we'll open to good ideas and new ideas. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, a I want to... Being punk for the sport is good. Exactly, Frank. I want to welcome uh, the 2023 uh, VPO British State Committee... Yourself, Frank, welcome aboard. Thank you very much. Angela Alvarez, Gerard Barry, Mr. Ivan Fonte himself. Oh, thank you. Albie Bell and uh, moi, yours, yours, yeah. yours and truly, the Italian <laughs> stallion. stallion. <laughs> <laughs> He's yes. the Italian stallion. <laughs> so welcome aboard, everybody. Uh, I, I can already see we've had, we've had a couple of meetings. We're going to work really well together and looking forward to it. Yeah, and we've had a we've had a strong start. First couple of weeks, sales have been yeah, good. Yeah, um, yeah, and so really looking forward to the first um, 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 auction on um, you know Friday night, the the ninth of um, December. Oh, gee. Um, get a good feed. Everybody can have a good chat, good giggle. Um, it'll be nice. Looking forward to it, mate. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, my friend. Yeah. That was a very very good uh, chat. And um, what's that, Tony? Oh, the sale. Yeah, Tony just wants to know where the sale's going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, so the, the sales will be um, at our Moreland rooms, so which uh, yeah, they're the, I believe they're the old Faulkner rooms um, from yeah. the VRPU. Yeah. And uh, so they're at Martin Reserve, and I believe it's 75 Box Forest Road. Correct. And the area is um, classified as Hayfield now, 3046. That's correct. Uh, yeah, so and they're, they're they're good little rooms, plenty of parking space there, and um, yeah, and then for some reason the barbecues taste beautiful. I don't know if it's the fresh air of the park. I'm not sure it is, but you know, they're always they're always prime there. And Ooh. that's the thing too, Frank. Bring you know, everyone can bring their fam, you know, kids along. There's plenty of um, swings and stuff right next to the hall, so it's yeah, you can t- even bring a footy, have a bit of a kick. You know, the kids will have a ball. They won't get bored at all. Spot on. Spot on, and and you know we want them there. They're welcomed for sure. Uh, you know, it's it's nice when you see young kids that are you know getting involved in nature, you know you know learning about animal husbandry. Um, you know better than um, I, well, I think better than um, focused on little devices pressing their thumbs left, right, and center. Mm. Well, um, yeah, the kids love it when I do their breeders' plates. They always come and see Uncle Joe. I've always <laughs> got, got I've always got, the, I've always got not in my pocket. I've got lollies in me in the bags here, and they go for a dip. Oh. You know. They, yeah, they love it. Yeah, they yeah, they get their mask. Maybe we should dress you up like Santa Claus. Or yeah, well, I wouldn't need no pillows. <laughs> no, you don't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I want your mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good stuff. No, it'll be good fun. We're gonna have music as well. Yeah, we might have a bit of music. Yeah, yeah. light music. It'll be good. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, yeah. Frank. Thank you very, very much, and we'll have you on again. Yeah, lovely boys to be on, and um, yeah, well done. I've enjoyed the um, the last few um, shows; have been excellent. Thank you. Yeah, it's, um, it's been a really difficult season for a lot of people, oh, yeah. and uh, been a lot of good interviews and yeah, some interesting stories. Well done, boys. All thank right, you. Thank, thank you, you, Frank. All right, All right, we'll catch up again, no doubt. 
For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. This is your captain speaking. We're about to hit some strong turbulence, so please fasten your seat. Oh, hang on. I just got a video of my son with our dog. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Imagine the pilot of a plane putting lives at risk like this. Yet some people think it's still okay to text and drive. Texting takes your eyes off the road, risking your life and the lives of others. Stop texts, stop wrecks. Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against dumb driving. The words I have to say may well be simple, but they're true. This is Elton John for Rad. You know, it's easy to rock and roll and party and have a good time, but just let someone else do the driving. Remember, rock lives and you should too, and so should other people. Please don't drink and drive. Love is the open A message from Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Listen to the real Mark Seymour, the Southern FM Mark Seymour, playing great Aussie music on the Big Aussie Breakfast. Every Wednesday, right here on 88.3 Southern FM, it's compulsory listening.
Sounds Good with Donna DeMeo on 88.3 Southern FM is on every Tuesday at 6pm. It's filled with an assortment of interviews, talking entertainment, film, fashion, food, travel, live theatre and of course I'll be playing some of my favourite tunes. Looking forward to a chat each Tuesday at 6pm on 88.3 Southern FM. And I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away, away, oh Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the the Mr. Famous Paul Cositis. How are you, Paul? How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. I'm well, Ivan. Hello to you, Tony and Joe, and all the listeners. Hello, to- hello, mate. How are you going? Hello, bro. I'm all right, I'm all right. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You want some results? Yes, please. I'd rather I love uh, egg and bacon first and, uh, you know, no, some right, coffee. That's not happening. All right, here we go. So Friday's results are we had Jared and Karen Barry first place. This is our 500 mile from Fowler's Gap, actually. I thought I should have said that first. Mm. Second place also went to Jared and Karen Barry. Third place went to Jamie Rigby. Fourth place went to Paul Cassidus. Fifth place went to Paul Cassidus. Sixth place went to Jamie Rigby. Seventh place, Joe Aquilina. Eighth place, Joe Angelino. Ninth place, Joe Aquilina. And tenth place, again, uh, Joe Metalloff from Tum to Tumlofs. Well done, everybody. Oh, that was yes. a great, great effort. Well Who's done. that Paul Cassidus? Where's he from? I don't know. He's a bit of a dark horse, this bloke. <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> this, uh, well done, that. Well done, yeah. too, mate. Getting two yeah. on the drop. What a buzz. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I, I, mate, I was, I was wrapped. I saw the two of them come in. They were side by side when they hit the pad. It was unbelievable. He oh. says to me, oh, he goes to me, I just got two. I go, I did not. I said, I thought he was joking. We, we joke. Because two, we joke, we like to have a bit of a joke. Oh. And I said, send me a photo. He sends me a photo. Mate, I fell on my butt. I thought, Jesus. He didn't believe me. I thought, you're kidding me. I said, well done, well done. Mm. Yeah. No, I was very happy with that. Oh, Actually, you, beat the, hey, you, hey, you beat the triangle. I know, I know. You beat the triangle, Paul. Triangle. Yeah, I'm going to smash that triangle. Hey? I'm going to smash it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about Saturday's? Results. Yeah, go for it. Go for it, mate. Okay, this is a 600 mile from Tipperborough, New South Wales. And first place went to Paul Burlack, cracking bird, that one, the only bird clock for the day. Wow. Uh, second yeah, place was Joe Aquilina. Third place was Quam Khan. Fourth place went to Lou Pelagora. Fifth place, Lou Pelagora. Sixth place, Paul Burlack. Seventh place, Gary Callaghan and Son. Eighth place, Jamie Rigby. Ninth place, Joe Angelino. Tenth place, Jared and Karen Barry. Well done. Well done. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. That was really good. And, hey, how good was that getting a bird at, you know, from the 600 on the night? Yeah. What no, a buzz. buzz. Definitely. What a buzz that would have been. Now, I just want... o'clock. So what time? The only bird. That is amazing. Incredible. 
Yeah, that was really good. Definitely wanted to come on that one. Oh, yeah, pigeon. And did you see the photo of it on Facebook, uh, Paul? Yeah, I did, yeah. What a beautiful pigeon, beautiful pigeon. Excellent. What I want to say is, too, big congratulations on, uh, obviously, uh, it was our last race uh, on the weekend, and um, our aggregate winner was uh, Lou Paragora at 684 points. Congratulations to Lou. Second was was, uh, Joe Angelino, 667. Third was Paul Burlack at 623. Fourth, A&A Alvarez, 577. Jeez, that's all right, isn't it? Fifth, VMRO, 525 points. Sixth, K. Angelino, 524. Seventh, Eddie Soskowski, 488 points. Uh, um, eighth. eighth is Joe Mickliff, Tam Tatam Lofts, yeah. at 469. Uh, ninth was uh, hang on. Then we've got uh, then we've got <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, go All for right. it. <laughs> we, uh, ninth in aggregate was uh, uh, Barry Vaughan at four sixty three. Tenth was Juan Can. Is it? He's a new flyer. This yeah, fellow. new flyer four fifty eight. And he finished tenth. Well done. How good's that? Tenth. Yeah, I'm not going to read them all, but. Um, no. You know, otherwise we're gonna. I'm gonna have to go to 44, yeah. So I won't read them all. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was the aggregate. So for the short distance, we had uh, once again uh, congratulations to Lou Paragora, 281 points. Second, Joe Angelino, 271. Me and Louis had a bit of a battle, mm. and it was a battle to the end, and he got me. So congratulations to Louis. Uh, Paul Burlack was third at uh, 267. Uh, fourth was Kay Angelino at 266. Fifth was Sawyer and Edwards and Brown at 250. Uh, oh, oh, what have I done? Uh, fifth. Five, is it fifth. Up? <laughs> uh, fifth. Yeah. Uh, you ran out of finger, Joe. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I did actually. Fifth, uh, it was, yeah, <laughs> Sawyer and Edwards and Brown. Uh, sixth, sixth, Barry Fawn. Seventh, Frank, Frank de Pasquale at uh, 227. And yeah, eight. Eight VM row two twenty five eighth oh equal eight equal eight A and A Alvarez Alvarez well done and hang on my thing's gone crazy on me here tenth, tenth Mister Albie Bell you beauty well done Albie <laughs> Bell uh, two twenty three well yeah, done very good, good. and uh, okay so that's that and then we've got here we go again here we go again <laughs> and wait there's more so oh, the middle God. distance do I get a set of steak knives with that as you well you do middle yeah. distance uh, was first was uh, Louis Paragora two forty one congratulations second Joe Angelino two thirty two. Third, Gary Collegian and Son, 229. Fourth, K. Angelino, 212. Uh, fifth, Barry Vaughan, 210. Sixth, A. A. Alvarez, 204 points. Seventh, Paul Burlack, 183. Uh, eighth was Jay McAuliffe, Tam Titam Loft, at 170. Ninth was Eddie. Say it. Sakowski. Sakowski. Sakowski, if you're going to ruin it. Yeah. And tenth, is Charlie Bonici at 160... What is he? Charlie Bonici at 165. Now, our long distance... Yeah. you got more. What, and wait, there's more. This is the last one. Our long distance for the Victorian <laughs> Pigeon Organisation. Congratulations to Paul Burlack at 227. Dude. Well done, Paul Burlack. So, mate, I, I got the bridesmaid this, this yeah, year. Good. Second again. <laughs> uh, good, thanks. Well, no, congratulations uh, for no, you. I know. 
No one the remembers. triangle has no, died, 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 mate. Yeah, so second was Joe Angelino at 215 points. Oh. Third, Louis Paragora at 214. Fourth, Joe Aquilina, 209. Fifth, VMRO, 202. Sixth, J and K Barry, 169 points. Seventh was Joe McLeaf, Tum to Tum Loft at 159. Uh, eighth was Gary Collegian and Son at 158. Ninth was Quan Kane at one thirty-eight. That's very good. And tenth was A and A Alvarez one thirty-three. You little beauty, thank you everybody. You guys did well. You flew well. You know, considering we had the hard season. And um, what can I say? Thank you to all the board for this year for a tremendous, tremendous job they all did. And thank you to Mr. Paul Katsaitis for being a great correspondent and a great, great treasurer. Thank you very much. All right. Is there any more thanks that we have to do? No. I just want to... Yeah. All done. All done. Dusted. All over. Paul, thank you very much. Now you can go. No worries. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> have a good day. And uh, don't eat too many of those egg and bacons, my friend. No, it won't do. We'll All do right, it. mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. See you later, mate. See Ciao. 88.3 Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have the winner of the 500-mile race from the Victorian Pigeon Organisation. That's the VPO from Fowler's Gap, and that's Mr Gerard Barry. Hello, Gerard. How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. And congratulations, mate. Thank you. Well done, mate. Congratulations. Thank you for that. Much appreciated. Thank you. No, very good effort, mate. You got two birds together. Yeah, it was uh, a huge thrill. We were sitting there in front of the loft, two or three of us just sitting there, and these two birds just whooshed straight over the top of our heads. Wow. Um, Jeez. Dive straight in the loft. It was just amazing to, to see. It's what pigeon racing is all about. Oh. You, know, you just see those two come home yeah. like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we went you know, from 500 miles and just think, wow, you know. Um, it was a great thrill, really good. It's a, it is. It's a big thrill. It's Two a, birds from yeah. five you know, like, like you know, like we're not young fellas, yeah. And for us to get, for us to get, <laughs> for us to get a, for us to get a, a buzz like that, what a good sport! What a, yeah. what an amazing, what, you know, what that little bird can do to us. It's a. It, it vindicates all the hard work. Like everybody works hard, their birds. Yeah. And you mm. Put hours and hours and hours into it. You know, the tossing, the miles of tossing, the. Yeah, the feeding, everything you do, and you just, um, and it's bloody hard to win. You know how hard it is to win a fed. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, to win that special fed, that five hundred mile fed, like it just vindicates your whole year. It just makes the, all the hard work, all the pain, and all the agony, and all the bird losses, and everything. Just it makes it all worthwhile. It yeah. really does. Oh, you're not wrong. You know, it keeps you going. Yeah. You're not wrong, mate. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, what was the 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 bloodline of the bird? You the bloodlines um, were mainly Pride Gujar. Oh, beautiful. Um, the, they, the, the two of them um, both had the same grandmother. So the, the grandmother was the – she was the dam of the, the sire of the first bird and she was the dam of the um, – of the dam on the second on the on the second bird, so nice. they both they both carry the same grandmother. It's a sort of family I've built up over the last few years, and um, you know there's been there's been a couple I had a couple of tremendous hens in that have um, you know given me some great results, and um, you know, that family's given me um, they gave me first feed Morgan uh, 2019, 
um, and quite a few other fed placing. So it's been a great, great family for me. They're a tough family on the day, you know, for the long distance. So, um, yeah, mainly, uh, mainly all good to prior. So very, very pleasing that you sort of family, you, you know, you take time to build up on um, the, you know, the, the, the sort of keeps giving and the old girl, she died a couple of years ago sitting on the nest and um, I was devastated and that she's, uh, her, her daughters are still, still breeding on, which is great. Really, really good. good so it's that? a strong family. Yeah. Really good, strong family. That's excellent, mate. Did you um, obtain those pigeons from what fly? Did you obtain those birds originally from? I actually brought. I originally brought the hen from Tim Fawcett's um, auction site oh, um, yeah. way back in uh, two thousand fifteen or sixteen, and um, I made it to a couple of clocks and didn't do much good with it. And I thought, gee, she's not much chop. And then um, I was able to buy an imported um, Boswell cock. Oh yeah, um, and I put him to her, and all, and they just clicked. Bang! And um, <laughs> yeah, and um, I think there's about from that pair, I've I've had about um, nine fed placings, two and two fed, like two fed wings in that, in those nine placings. Oh, that's excellent. from those two. Yeah, How so the boys were um, uh, was was a really good cross the the speed into the into the slower bird, yeah. you know. Yeah, and um, they just clicked, and yeah, it was it was. She's been by far and away the best hen I've had. She's she's been fantastic, and it, as I say, her daughters. I've got two daughters there now from her, and they're breeding on really well as well. Oh, so. that's good, excellent. Yeah, really good. Good pigeons, and good pigeons. I have to sort of just a bit of a send it to like um, Jeff Jackson in Sunbury, yep. who uh, helped me buy her in the first place, and um, he's an absolute encyclopedia on Gujar Pride bloodlines and. And he's helped me over the years to sort of get other other good pride bloodlines as well that have been been really good. So I owe him a lot as well. Good on you, Jeff Jackson. Yeah. Well done, mate. Well done. Yeah, it's good to have uh, knowledgeable friends like that. You know, yeah, it's a big yeah. help. Yeah, and the bird I got today, um, the second bird I got today in the six hundred. Um, um, yeah, she's out of the same. There you go. So, same hen. There you so, go. Yeah, it wasn't just the the five hundred, but the well, they're definitely well. proven those pigeons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. go nowhere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, do you so, keep your do you keep your hens and cocks together or separate up to the five and six? After the five and six, and uh, be, oh, before the five yeah, and six. Like, yeah. This is something I've always I've always had uh, troubles uh, with. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was working, I retired sort of this year. But when I was working, I didn't have time to, to separate them because then you've got to toss them separate. You've got to mm-hmm. let them out of the night time separate. Like true, true. when you're working, you get home at night in the middle of winter, and you, you just got enough time to let your birds out, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. You haven't got time to let two groups of birds out. That's so true. I never used to have them separated, um, and it used to. Uh, I was driving me insane, and. This year, I just cracked it halfway through the season. The, the, the clocks were just going berserk, and I ended up splitting them up. Um, and it's the first year that I've that I've actually done it, and I'll probably continue to do it. There you go. Because I just can't handle. Like it's just the cocks were running the hens into the ground, and the the, the noticeable difference in the hens, like a few days after you separate them, when they, like they were just sort of they were, they were just sitting back smoking a 
pipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you. I'm uh, coming to your place, mate, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll sit there and no, smoke just, an Indian pipe together, mate. chased all day, you know. They were just able to stop. Yeah. Um, and they were actually just – it was really weird to see. They just all stand on the ground. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, big difference, true. They big just difference. stand there and you think, what's wrong with these wings? What's going on? And they're not getting harassed. Yeah, you know, they're just relaxing. Yeah, they're just um, oh, chilling out, you know, after that pipe. Yeah, yeah they're just yeah. chilling, you know. Um, no, so I'll, I'll do it in the future. But I got um, – I ended up getting rotary again this, this year just before the 300s and that just – that set them right back. It absolutely shattered me. I was really – Really upset over uh, that. Of and course, them around really course. bad. They've been vaccinated twice. Um, oh no! But um, yeah, Walker's saying now you would have vaccinated them three times. So, um, but I don't know. Look, mm. I just it, that really knocked them back, and it was really hard to get them back up. And it was very satisfying to to um, you know, like after that terrible Coomba race where you know we. It was a really hard race, and then to get them back up for this, it was very pleasing because they were really down and out with the rotor this year. Well, you did a good job, mate. Whatever you did, you've done a good job, and uh, credit to you, mate. No worries. Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you. Well, listen, my friend, uh, we just want to say once again from Pigeon Radio, congratulations. It's been amazing flying with you. It's always, always is a pleasure, and uh, you're a gentleman of the sport. Uh, and we'll look forward to racing with you next year, my friend. No worries, Joe. Thanks very much for that. All right. Thanks, Thanks very much, Ivan. Thank Appreciate you, your time. See Thank ya. you. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your community radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. What you hear on Community Radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au. Dogs are awesome. Think about it. When you give them a little love, they'll give you their heart. They don't care about how much money you make, how good you look, or even how bright you are. They love you for you. That's why we need to train more assistance dogs. They take care of people in need by helping out with everyday tasks, from opening doors to emptying the washing machine. To help us share the love, find out how you can get involved by visiting assistancedogs.org.au. Hi, I'm Peter Tollich. Join me every Tuesday at 4pm for the Music Director Program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and from around the world. I play all genres of music, from Americana to Zydeco, with a heavy emphasis on Aussie music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 4pm every Tuesday for the Music Director Program. 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. 
there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. All the way, down under, in Melbourne, Australia. The only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world. Stop the pigeon! Stop the pigeon! You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is pigeonmedia.com.au and check out the Southern FM website at southernfm.com.au you can catch other programs and other program podcasts on the Southern FM website. I've got a uh, community announcement from the Pigeon uh, Fraternity in Victoria and it's the Camperdown Homing Pigeon Club Stockbird and Squeaker Sale and it's on Sunday the 11th of December at the Camperdown Poultry Pavilion located at the showgrounds, corner of Airy Street and Adony Street, Camperdown. Viewing is from 11am and the auction starts at 1pm. And birds are donated from Melbourne, Geelong, Colac, Portland, Warrnambool, South Australia and local flyers in Camperdown. FPOS is available, food and drinks also available and if you want more information you can contact Graham on 0408 545 838. That's Graham on 0408 545 838. And right now we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News. And after the news, we'll be back with more of Pigeon Radio Australia and some exciting stuff. We've got Fed winners from the Greater Melbourne. In-depth interview we're going to have with uh, one of the Fed winners of the uh, 600-mile race uh, for for the Greater Melbourne. So stay tuned to this station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And we've also got Gary Gillard coming up to... uh, Give us the results from the Greater Melbourne last races for the season. After the National Radio News, we'll be back with more of Pigeon Radio Australia. Stop the pigeon! Stop the pigeon! Ow. Stop the 
You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Across Melbourne, this, this is 88.3 Southern, Southern FM. FM. On the line once again for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have the Secretary of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, also 600-mile Fed winner for the Victorian Pigeon Organisation from Tipperborough, and that's Mr Paul Burlax. Congratulations, Paul, on your great effort on the 600. Thanks very much, and what a great weekend of pigeon racing we've just had. Yeah. Well, congratulations, my friend. Well done. What a buzz. You must be well, still – are you still buzzing or yeah. what? It was, no doubt, no doubt. But I think it was – you know what I'm thinking, Paul? Listen carefully here now. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't put your hair away. Listen, listen very carefully. I think – I think the guy that you're talking to brought you a lot of luck while you're waiting oh, for that bird. You never know. So, you never know. It, it, look, it, it is possible. I, I won't say it's not. Um, I think you're looking for a bit of credit there, are you? <laughs> yeah. And I must congratulate you also because you also won the long-distance aggregate points. That's right. I did I? I didn't even yes. realise yeah, that. Yeah, you're number one, Mr Champion. I just read them out, so congrats, mate. Oh, beautiful. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't even aware of that one. But, uh, look, we've, we've just had an absolute uh, um, uh, fantastic weekend of pigeon racing, an absolute bonanza. Uh, Friday morning we kicked off with the 500 mile. And, I mean, the 500 mile race I've always said is, is absolutely the Melbourne Cup of pigeon racing. Fantastic effort by the, the Barry family. I won't... Uh, uh, give any more detail on yeah, that. I'll be stealing somebody else's thunder further on, I'm sure. Gerard Barry, um, yeah, Gerard. But a great effort um, uh, from uh, the Barry family. Um, that was Liberation Friday morning. Uh, only seven birds home on the day, so it turned into a two-day race. We had the Liberation for the 600 on Saturday morning. It turned into a two-day race. Can't ask for more, can you? No, you couldn't. And then absolute bonanza of pigeon racing oh, this weekend. The best, Fantastic. The best. Tell me about it. And you know, you're getting some good results. We all got good, you know, good returns. You can't you couldn't and Paul, I must congratulate you. Yeah, the only bird from the six hundred on the day. On the day, mate. Wow. Yeah, look, it's it's um it's moments like that that make it all worthwhile. Um um look it was uh <laughs> Really, that that weekend is hard to describe. I mean, I'm lacking sleep, no doubt. Um, but look, it was Friday, seven birds home on the day. I, none of none of those seven were mine. So of course, you're into the night. You're outside and you're hanging out there as long as you can, and the, the lights are on. And finally, you go to bed. And of course, you wake up first thing in the morning, and you're up there with your coffee and. You're waiting for more birds, and again the same thing on uh, Saturday night, and you know, and Sunday morning, and Jesus, well, actually before before I clocked for that 600 mile, um, I thought, Jesus, no birds, no birds. I'm sure I had more luck when I was 18. This is ridiculous. What are we doing here? <laughs> but of course, when when you first spot that bird arrive, uh, forget everything I just said. Delete the whole lot because the, the adrenaline. 
flies into into all over the place. You just don't know uh, sort of which way to turn. I'm trying to talk to Joe and I'm telling him to hang up. I'm trying to <laughs> get his bird in and just can't see where it's going. And oh Jesus, he's going, Joe, 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 I've got one, I've got one. I'm going, no, shh, shh. he's going quiet, quiet. I'm seriously, I've got one. And I'm, I was more excited. I'm like, I'm getting excited for him, and he's like, uh, he's all. I'm forgetting, is he fitting him or is he joking? No, nah, you don't joke then, about things like that. And then he gets stuck because we like to have a bit of a joke. Yeah, then, but no, then he, not then everybody's then like, like yeah. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> then I hung up, and then yeah. he rings me back 10 minutes later and goes, What did you say? Paul. Oh, uh, is he fine to remember? <laughs> He's like, Oh my God, it's actually from the six. Oh my God. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I said, no. He goes, no, I'm not kidding you. I go, Paul, if you're lying to me, I said, I said I'm going to come and drown you. He goes, yeah, with a <laughs> bottle of scotch because I'm going to be drinking one. He goes, I actually clocked Joe. And I'm like, no way. Yeah, way. Yeah. He, and he did. He sent me the photo because I said, I'll put your time in for you. And it's like, wow, the guy, what a buzz. What, what a buzz. Tell us, hey, Paul, what, what, what bloodline was that? Yeah, it's um, a Kirkland good job. Um, Kirkland is, um, I think most people would probably know, but um, yeah. he is a, a flyer in England. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I purchased the mother of this hen from um, Jeff Jackson. Okay. And the, um, the, cock, the cockbird, a little bit of a story, not nothing spec, but uh, a good friend of mine, Peter Sawyer, down the road here um, a couple of years ago, bred me a couple of the squeakers to race. Mm. Unfortunately, with COVID, uh, we couldn't race, yeah, so that's, that's right. probably the reason why why that cockbird was still around. But uh, uh, when I got the hen from Jeff, um, they just seemed to, to look right for each other. Mm. And uh, as fluke has it, um, I thought, oh, well, you look like you like each other. You, you look similar, so put them together and uh, bingo. Yeah. Gee. Unbelievable. They just clicked. Mm, yeah, yeah. So now you were saying uh, you weren't that confident, were you, for this weekend coming up to the no, weekend? No, not at all. Look, I, I haven't, um, you know, had a lot of success in the long distance. I, I just haven't. Um, have I've tried to sort of remedy that a little bit uh, this year. But look, we had a hard race prior to the five six, and of course, then well, we had two hard races. Um, we had sort of birds coming home like Brown's cows and mm. uh, a lot of them had sort of lost a bit of condition. So so really the, the two two weeks prior to the 5-6, I was sort of, uh, oh, you know, trying to find that happy medium between building the birds up as much as I could but at the same time giving them that, that sort of right amount of exercise to keep them on the job. Mm. And, um, yeah, look, I couldn't be happier. The returns are great and, um, um, yeah, so, so was the result. But, uh um, yeah, no, I wasn't confident. That, and, that's very true. And this is why, Ivan, he, mm. like you said, he wasn't confident. And this is why when he clocked, he, I could hear it in his voice. He wasn't like, I think he was more shocked than excited. And I'm thinking, if I clocked, I'd be jumping up and down screaming, you beauty. And he's like, Joe, I've clocked. I've clocked calmly. Yeah, because I'm like, he was in shock, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I was yeah, definitely was, was yeah. because you're kind of doubting what you're seeing. So. Well, I'll tell you, the same thing 100%. happened to me when I clocked that. In the dark. Yeah, I was yeah. in shock. Yeah, yeah. Charlie jumped up here like a jack in the bean and he says, you've got a pigeon. I go, no, not in the what dark. What a feeling. What a yeah, feeling. It's a good feeling. It well, is, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, it, well, I've, I've How dark was it when you clocked it? 
Well, it, it was quite dark. Yeah. I mean, I saw it come in because it, as a backdrop to the birds sort of doing a, a little mini circle to yeah, sort yeah, of uh, yeah, exactly. uh, come back around a couple of trees that, that I've got at the back of my place. Um, wow. Um, yeah, you, you had the sky as a backdrop, so I saw it. And mm. just looking at the way the bird was flying, it looked like one of one of the, the goodies. And, and I thought, that's, that's a six bird. And um, uh, Joe said, no, no, no. He just kept saying no. And I was saying, I think it might be. Anyway, so it's it's gone in the flight. It's landed in, in sorry, in the flying. And, of course, being dark, I thought, Jesus Christ, I'm trying to hang up the phone and, and you know, my fingers are shaking and hands are shaking. Yeah, and I couldn't yeah, hang yeah, it up. So I happens. said, Joe, you hang up, will you? Yeah, he goes, he goes, um, just hang up. And, um, of course, I'm, I'm slowly trying to sort of, uh, you know, get closer to the bird without scaring it because if I knew if I spook it, you know, being dark, it'll go anywhere. So, mm. so yeah, that took me probably a good three or four minutes to get it in. And, um, um, yeah, so so the main objective was to get it in. It didn't matter how slow or fast yeah, as it didn't very fly smart, out. Very smart, mate, very smart. You, so. did, you didn't rush. Yeah, you took your time. Yeah, yeah, because when it's dark, they can get spooked and you, you, yeah, you won't do. see it again. It'll end, well, end up on somebody's roof or well, something. You're gonna look, you're going to look very funny Look, uh, climbing someone else's uh, neighbour's roof, yeah, trying to get your pigeon off the roof at 12 o'clock at night or 10 oh, o'clock at night. You can say that again. I'd look funny <laughs> climbing someone's roof any day. <laughs> no, you did really well, mate. Congrats. Uh, good congrats on you, Paul. Excellent. Congrats. I'll take my hat off to you, mate. Well done. And no, no doubt thanks, your, telephone's been much, running, yeah. your telephone's been running hot. Oh, look, it's been crazy. Um, um, I didn't know I knew that many people, let alone, uh, you know. There you go. Um, Welcome yeah, to no, Facebook, seriously, uh, I mean, everywhere, Facebook, text messages, a lot of people, I, honestly, I, I don't even know who they are, but uh, I certainly appreciate their um, uh, their congratulations and, yeah, and, and their good wishes. Um, yeah, it, absolutely fantastic. As fantastic, I said, you know, yeah. you sort of go from, you know, the the, the Friday um, uh, night to the next morning, the next night, and you sort of think, gee, whiz, you know, this is sort of hopeless. But uh, all of a sudden it all changes in, in, in a few seconds and, and it's a whole new ball game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, mate, I hope you can do it again next year because um, – yeah, that that'll be a buzz, buzz and a half. You got the bloodline to do it. No excuses. <laughs> yeah, put the pressure on you, reckon. <laughs> <laughs> put the pressure on. Now, just a couple of questions. When you um, like a couple of weeks before the five and six, do you separate? Do you have your hands and cock separate, or you keep them together? Um, look, I, I played around with it a bit. Yeah. I, I was teasing them a bit more yeah, than, than anything else. So I'd put them together. The fine line between leave them together too long, they're going to start laying eggs. That's right, yeah. So, so it's more of a, a tease yeah, yeah. Uh, along the way. So just so the hens know that, yes, there are cocks there and, yes, they are available, but just not long enough at the moment. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so just sort of keep them, uh, keep them interested without... Um, well, as it was, there was uh, two hens I couldn't send. Um, it worked with the cocks, but guess what? The two hens paired up and they laid. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, so I had to leave two yeah. of the hens at home. But, um, yeah, that's that's the sort of fine line, I suppose, we tread well, when it comes right. to that time of year. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, excellent, mate. What about with uh, training? Did you train them much or...? No, I didn't. Like I said before, um, uh, because we'd had a couple of hard races, I, I just felt they needed a little bit more condition on their body. So it was a case of, you know, uh, without totally changing the feed, um, um, but adjusting the feed to to get a little bit more protein into them to, to build their bodies up that little bit 
and, and, and at the same time um, keep the birds, you know, on song. Um, so, no, there wasn't any heavy tossing or anything like mm. that. I gave them a couple of reasonable tosses um, on the Monday and Tuesday prior mm. to Wednesday basketing, but uh, nothing drastic. Um, more of it, more more so, it was just a case of, uh, um, you know, getting conditioned back and at the same time just keeping their interest and in, in keeping them on the ball, yeah. Beautiful. And what about feeding? What, what were you feeding them leading up to the race? Well, a, a, a race mix, but I was I was using more um, peas than I would because I was trying to build them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because of the hard races that they had, and um, um, yeah, so that 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 was sort of just trying to gauge that every couple of days, just check the birds and just gauge uh, how they're travelling. But as I say, look, I, I haven't uh, I haven't done well in the five and the six. Um, oh, I've had the odd fit spot, things like that, but certainly never won one before. Yeah. Um, so so I, I wanted to improve that area. And, um, um, yeah, this, this year, um, yeah, one down. Would. Hope to well win the done, five mate. one day. Um, well yeah, done. That's the, that's the next dream. Well, <laughs> you've done it. Keep the you got to keep going now. There's no looking, yeah, no looking back. Remember what you did. Anything you did this year, do the same next year. Exactly, and make sure you tell yeah, me everything. I, I think circumstances change. You know, um, next year we might have a couple of hard races um, in, in the build up to it. So, mm. you know, you might sort of need to toss them a little bit more. Yeah, it's or... just a case of just gauging your own birds yeah. and and you know your own opinion on, on on where they're at and what they need. We're not, oh, none of us are experts, but we have a crack, don't we? And that's what it makes it all fun. Everyone does th- things differently. We all still clock, and that's what pi- that's what pigeon racing is all about. True. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There's no, there's no one way. I think it's been said thousands of times. You know, there's so many different ways to skin a cat, and with pigeon racing, well, gee whiz, you know, um, um, all sorts of stories come out. I mean. You had a um, uh, winner of one of the, the major uh, breeders' plates or classics um, uh, win it without uh, both end flights. Yeah. Using, so. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah you're right, you actually. Know, so There's no the, rules, the, is all there? All the rule books uh, the out the door, you know. Yeah, throw them out the door. Now, listen, you've got some uh, results for our prize money, the VPO prize money. I have, yep. yep. Do you want to yep. read them out? Okay, uh, the Fowler's Gap, the 500 mile. Yes. Um uh, Joe Angelino um, took out the, the first prize of 400. Um, Steve from Wallen, VMRO, uh, 200. Um, I had the 150. And um, ANA Alvarez, uh, the 130. Hey, well done, Alvarez. Uh, well done. Well done to everybody. Yep. Very, very uh, um, a good race. Good race. Uh, th- sure, we had seven birds home on the day, but it is a 500-mile race. And uh, I think from all reports, the returns in the end were pretty good anyway. So, oh, yeah, uh, they really you know, good. the birds were tested, but um, the results are good too. Good. Exactly. And for the and, 600? Uh, the Tibber Borough race, um, yeah. um, all the prize money uh, uh, positions weren't filled. But we oh. had in third spots VMRO, 150, Joe Angelino, 200, and um, my little girl got me 400. Well done. Excellent. Beautiful. Good job to everybody. Well done. Well done. Yeah. yeah, so, and, yeah and, and the other good thing um, is... That um, participated in our um, 
um, prize money scheme this year. Uh, just like to thank them for their participation this year. It's, it's added a lot more spice to our racing, and uh, uh, congratulations to each and every one of them, um, regardless of what amount they won. But it did give us a little bit more incentive. I know personally, I enjoyed it. It just added a little bit more spice to to the whole situation, and I hope um, everybody else felt the same. And uh, we're really going to give it a crack again next year. Yeah, good. And you beat the triangle. Oh well, it's always it's always good to beat the triangle. And you know what made it even better, Ivan? Uh, the fact that he was listening to himself getting flogged. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Believe me, I'm like, wow, he's got one. He's got one. Ah, uh, look. In, in saying that, Paul, he was very happy for you because he went on Facebook straight away and he was putting it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, course, I know that. I know course. that. We're just, uh, um, you know, uh, yeah, joking. I know. I know. The two of us, so. no, it was really good. Yeah, it was no, really it's all good. good. Yeah, oh, very, very. All right, Paul. Thanks very much, and uh, we'll catch up with you. I suppose. I well, we'll... oh yeah. Look, just one more thing, if yeah. I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Um, uh, I announced um, the um, um, Young Bird series that, that oh, we're yeah. um, uh, doing next year. Yeah. Um, I also uh, asked people to um, add to it. Um, I asked for people to. Um, make suggestions, um, whatever whatever sort of input they could have, I'd appreciate. Yeah. And look, there there has been a, a good response. Yeah, good. There's been some um, um, really really worthwhile comments, and we will be uh, taking those up and making a couple of changes. Oh, um, and it's terrific. Thanks to those people and anybody else. Look, feel free. We've still got a long time to go, mm. uh, so feel free if there's anything you can add to it to to make this sprint series even better. Yeah. Um, look, more than welcome. Um, yeah. Also. Suggestions, um, uh, yeah, we're, we're really glad to receive because it's all going to go towards making it better again. Good. Excellent. I can't wait for this sprint series. Mate, sprint series is going to be so much fun. Yeah. What do you reckon, Tony? Are you looking forward to it? Oh, yeah. Are you going to put some birds in? Yeah, I'm going to put some. Of course. Yeah. He's been asking for young birds for years. For years. Well, this is a good opportunity. Good opportunity. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah. So, yeah, look out. So what about um, prize money for next year? It's optional. Are you going to be in it, boys? You want to be in the prize I'm money? I'm in. Yeah, you're in. I'm in. You're going to be in. Yeah, no worries. Beautiful. Look out! Look out! We, we've got more, more, more flies in there in it, uh, Paul. So I'm in. The more, the merrier. Absolutely. The more, Absolutely. the merrier. And uh, yeah, a little bit more fun. And ah, uh, oh, but look, in saying that as well, some people are not into that, and that's fine. Yeah, nothing, that's you know, there's nothing right. wrong with that whatsoever. If uh, they prefer to to race their birds without prize money, it's always going to stay right. like that at the VPO. Yeah. Um, it, it's always got to be optional, and uh, and so it should be. Exactly. That's yeah. good. Thank you very much, mate. Well done for the season, and all the best. And we'll catch up soon. All right. Terrific. All thanks right, very much, boys, and thanks for having me on uh, during the course of the year. Uh, much appreciated. No worries. Um, we'll be catching you know, up again. The radio station Ivan has been terrific. I know it certainly helped with uh, different events and things that we've run. And uh, oh, look, boy. it's a it's a it's a terrific mode of communication amongst pigeon flies and. Um, you know, the fact that it goes around the whole world is only one aspect, but the fact that here in Victoria and Australia we can communicate through the radio, that's a real bonus. Isn't it? So, yeah, look, on, on behalf of uh, uh, certainly the VPO and, and, and Associate um, uh, Pigeon uh, Racing Federations, um, yeah, look, uh, I'd like to thank you, Ivan, for, for the oh, time and effort you, you make and um, uh, the show that you run. Thanks, does, mate. He does a very, very good job, doesn't he? 
Oh, yeah, sensational. Especially putting it all together. It's like... Uh, oh, that's right. Look, you know, it's, yeah. it's not a money-making enterprise. Everything we do is voluntary and uh, uh, all those sorts of efforts uh, yeah. need to be commended. And, uh, Thanks, oh, mate. Great job. He's going all red and shy here. Yes. He's going, oh, stop yes. it. He's going, stop red. it. You get red and shy. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, I'm no. not red or shy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, I don't want to know that. That's your business, mate. <laughs> Uh, all good, mate. All right, hey, thanks, well mate. said, well said, uh, Paul. Good stuff, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Terrific. See you, boys. Have See a good, uh, good day. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The Authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your yellow drops now call natural pigeon products on 035998 or pigeonvitality.com.au southern fm sponsor your one-stop produce and farming supplies tara meat we get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding all racing pigeon products and supplements available we also have live poultry sales Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551 Southern FM Sponsor Flyrite is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential Flyrite contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract Flyrite is a natural physical barrier to pathogens Order your Flyrite now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568 Southern FM Sponsor for all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Jab him, jab him, jab him. Stop that pigeon now! Yeah! 
on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have our Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation correspondent, and that's Mr. Gary Gillard. Hello, Gary, how are you, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. G'day, Ivan, everybody, how are you? Yeah, good, good, good mate, how, you, how are you? Good, good, we, uh, we had our last two races uh, this weekend, and um, end of another year, different aggregate winners and so forth. Um, I'll start off with uh, the 500-mile race that we had. Um, we've got two B clock in on the on the four, fives, and six. But uh, coming in the first place from uh, Fowler's Gap was our, uh, our little buddy Motto. And Motto there, he's uh, from Springvale. Well, he's still well in done. Him. Well done. 1,089, uh, So he's done really good in that particular race. Well done, Motto. Well done. Um, then we had Dave Crosby from a Croydon club taken out second, uh, well, two seconds, second and third. Then we had uh, Keith Flanchard from Dandenong. He took out fourth and fifth. Then we had Motter again from Springvale taken out sixth place. Seventh place was uh, P&T Gardner, the Gardner brothers, and they took out eighth place as well. And uh, taking out... The ninth and tenth place was um, uh, J&D McCook from Danny Nong. Oh, so uh, well done. They did, they did really well. Well, uh, done. well done. All of those particular people were uh, were clocking on the day. So um, that's a pretty good effort. Very good effort. Five hundred mile clocking on the day. Unreal. Jeez, you don't get many races like that for five hundred mile, do you? Clocking nope. on the day. Nope. Yeah, no, no, it was a good one. That's for sure. Then we've got the. Um, the 600 mile race from uh, Tibbenborough, so that was a that was a, a little bit harder, but it was a longer distance. But uh, first, taking our first place, we got Daryl uh, Klopp-Roggy again from Springvale. Number two, Motta. So he's done good on the. Gee, Motta's racing well. all right. He's racing really well. Yep, taking out third place was Daryl Klopp-Roggy. Gets a oh. tongue twister that one. Um, he's done really well. <laughs> yeah. uh, Four and fourth and fifth was uh, J and D McCook. Uh, he, he's taken out those ones from Danny Nong. Mm. Six was uh, Keith Flanchard. Good on you there, Keith. Seven, our mate uh, Rob Resvesky Res- um, yeah. from Springvale. Rob's uh, popped in there. Eighth Johnny. place was uh, Keith Flanchard. Ninth place uh, is Fred Lee. So um, from Danny Nong. Yeah, good. And tenth place was uh, was Dave Crosby. Well so, done. Um, all, all in whole, was a, a pretty interesting event, which which brings us our following uh, aggregate points for the year. So we've got um, the all round overall aggregate. Congratulations to Dave Ketringham family. So he's done well there. Oh, good on you. With uh, Dave Crosby right behind, Keith Flanchard, Motta, S&J Cameron, Gardner Brothers, Rod Churchill, Raf Steisen, uh, Jane D. McCook and Daryl Klopfroggy um, for the Great. overall. The, uh, the GMPF long distance aggregate went to Daryl uh, Klopfroggy, second Dave Crosby, third Keith Flanchard, fourth Motta, Fifth, Gardner, PNT, 
six, J.D. McCook, seven, uh, Ketchenham, Dean Family, eighth was uh, ABC Evans, mm. ninth was uh, Resveski, and ninth, Raffley. Oh, well, well done. Good on well done. Us up for another year. Wow. Awesome. And, and how do you sum up the year, Mr Gillard? What do you say about it all? Oh, look, it was a, it was an interesting thing. It, uh, you know, different races had different conditions. Haven't seen the conditions like this for a number of years. So, um, I suppose it's uh, it's all got to do with the, with the weather and things mm. like that. Um, unfortunately, you know, you can't roll a dice, and you've got to take what you're given in, yeah. in the way of the weather. You know, That's so. Right. Um, it was congratulations to all the uh, all the federation winners. They've done well in you know what wasn't an easy year. Correct. You're right on the money there, mate. 100%. Right on the money. Well, know, and so um, you know you look at the results and it's it's pretty all over there. So you know it was it was a good season. A lot of people had a had a great season. So oh, well, that's and all right. from, you know what I mean? yeah, exactly. From Pigeon Radio, we just want to say thank you, Gary Gillard, for being a very good correspondent for the GMPF. Yeah, I agree. And you've done a really great job, and we're looking forward to working with you next year. What do you reckon, Tony? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, let's hope that next year we're on a different line next year. Once again, there'll be different winners. It'll be grinners. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what transpires. We're just in the progress in the progress of getting our... Um, our race schedule sorted out. We'll probably have that sorted out on Monday, so that'll be oh, good. Oh, gee, that'll be all right. Yeah, good Awesome, ideas. awesome. Yeah. So you how could... did you guys uh, end up in the end? What was the uh, what was the go with you? I haven't had time to look yet. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we did okay, actually. We um, I look, get your computer going, mate. <laughs> get that computer <laughs> there you going. Go. Yeah. There you go, fellas. There you are. I can't read it. You're closer to me. Oh, well, you've got uh, Gerard and... Uh, What's, what's Gerard Barry. Gerard Barry was first and second, then Jamie Rigby third. Paul Cassidus fourth and fifth. Sixth yeah. was uh, Joe Mikolov, Tempter Tam Loft. Seventh was Joe Aquilina. Eighth, Mr Angelino here. And ninth, Joe Aquilina. And tenth was Joe Mikolov, Tempter Tam Loft. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're a bit spread all over the place too, so they've had a good uh, a good race as well. Yeah, mm. they've had a good race. And then for the 600 from Tipperborough, uh, in first place you've got Mr Paul Burlack. Good pigeon, on the night. On the night, yep. Clocked on day with the 600. And you I, did. I, I heard a rumour that was one of your pigeons, Ivan. No, no, that was in the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union from Tassie. Oh, yeah, just say yes, Ivan. Say yes, it was. Yes, it was. No, you can't lie, Joe. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, the one from Tassie was my pigeon. Ah, right. Yeah, uh, Mr. Peter Huang clocked that pigeon, and that's off the uh, Rosier's line, crossed with the Hubens. Yeah, it was a good effort for him as well. Yeah, it was a good effort for him. Really, really good. Yeah, so um, from Tipperborough, you got Paul Burlack, then you got uh, second place Joe Aquilina, third place Kayam Khan, and then fourth place Lou Palagora, fifth place Lou Palagora, sixth place Paul Burlack again, seventh place Gary Collegian and Son, eighth place Jamie Rigby, ninth place Joe Angelino, and tenth place Gerard Barry. Yes, well, 
it's, it's a, another good event for them because they went up with uh, with our birds as well. That's right. Uh, liberated at the same time. So it's interesting how they sort of go, isn't it, you know? And saying that too, we want to, the VPO want to thank you guys too for having us on board. Um, the Greater Melbourne, you know, do a really good job. We work well together and, you know, we, we're looking forward to working uh, with you you know, for the rest of the And I must say, Gary, I went up there to take the birds to the truck, oh, and yeah. that, that truck of the Greater Melbourne's credit to you fellas, fair it's income, that's a superb piece of equipment, I can tell state you. State of the art, just like the VPO's truck. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's been good, you know. The only problem is with trucks, as you know, every year is you got to keep the maintenance up, and... Um, the maintenance is always a little bit of a killer, you know. Yeah, but your truck's in very, very good condition. It's a organisation, you know. You, so, you, you um, look after that truck very, very well. Good on you. Yep, yep. All right. All right, well, mate. I'll head off. I don't... This is Community Radio 88.3 Southern FM. Southern FM. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 998-1000 or Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia.
on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Radio Australia, we have a very special guest, the winner of the uh, 600 mile race from Tipperborough for the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation, and that's Mr. Daryl Klopp Roggy. Hello, Daryl, how are you, and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. How are you, Ivan? Good, mate. Congratulations on your great win from the 600 mile. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah very surprised, actually. It was there, and um, it was probably there a bit earlier through the night, but oh, gee. I uh, turned the lights off and sort of oh, got up at no. quarter to seven, and Saw the droppings there on the drinker, and she's gone in when she had a bit of a rest on the drinker. So I don't know exactly what time she'd actually arrived. So it was a bit of a lazy part on my my side of it, you know. And what's the breeding of that pigeon? Sorry, what's the breeding of that pigeon? The bloodline. Well, the, one of the the mother, she has bred. She is she's been in the clock say four times over two years uh, in long distance as well. Oh, so. I don't. I don't actually keep uh, pedigrees and that sort of stuff. I usually no. say birds that deserve to go into the stock loft. You know what I mean. So the, 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 the birds are actually uh, the clop roggy, the clop roggy bloodline. That's it, mate. That's, <laughs> that's it. Because that's I've, exactly. I've just um, sort of kept them going. Best birds, the best birds, and, yeah. and and sort of just go from there, and and um, yeah, you. sort of create your own bloodline. So paperwork sort of doesn't mean that much to me. I just uh, like good pigeon to good pigeon, good you know, you, that mate. deserves to be in a stock loft. So good on you, that's what I do. Excellent. Now, this is Joe Angelino. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Joe. Yourself? Not too bad, mate. You, you're showing off a little bit on on, uh, on the text messages but, <laughs> that we were sending to oh, each other. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. But, uh, oh, no, I, I loved I it. I loved it. Confidence. I was trying to give you confidence. Uh, and, I, and I was like, oh, come on. I've got to get one. Come on. I've got to get one. Hey, you got a couple. you got a couple. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Thank God. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. But, um, no, well done, mate. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, it was pretty competitive, like Marco winning the five. Like he's only 800 meters down the road from me, so that was that was good for him. And, and second as well in the in, in the six. So yeah, no, he's flying well this year, Marco. No, nah, he's a good, nice guy, Marco, and he's done a good job too on the five, isn't he? And he got a couple oh, in the six as he's, well. He's done a great job. Yeah, great job. He's he's, he's had a good year. Yeah, so um, I was, I'm very very happy for him. You know, so he's only been in a few years here in, in the Springvale Club, so it's it's it's. It's great for for the younger members, you know. Like, nah, that's a good attitude, Daryl. To, to, to encourage, it's really dying, and we have got a lot of members who are old, and and yeah. these young ones keep coming up. We've got to do something for the future. We, us older blokes have to do something for the future, so it keeps going. That's it. That's it. You exactly right. You know, like uh, it, it's pretty hard with 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 the, the costs of of uh, pigeon racing and the, and then the number of um, small backyards nowadays. It's you know you're not allowed to build lofts in these little certain areas of estates and everything like that yeah. now. So kids just can't go in there and build a pigeon loft with councils won't let them and all that sort of Gee, stuff. Gee, I remember so, when I was a kid, I used to put 
pigeon lofts together with tomato boxes. That's, that's right, exactly right. That was our breeding boxes. Yeah, tomato. exactly. They were made out of timber. Exactly. Correct. Yeah, you're right. You're My right. dad had a fruit yeah. shop and I used to collect all the potato boxes, pineapple boxes, banana boxes and tomato boxes. All out exactly. of timber. Made out of timber. used to go timber. around the back of the fruit shops and pick them up. That's it. And put some slats at the front of them. So you guys are the culprits <laughs> of those poor blokes scratching, pulling their hairs out, wondering where the hell am I brought And then they brought in those um, crates, you know, those steel crates they yeah. used to bring. Oh, the, yeah. The silver beet and the spring onions, and then we used to pinch them and make lofts out of them. They were good breeding, breeding cages. <laughs> they were good breeding cages. we went to the uh, milk crates, the plastic ones. That's correct. Hey, yeah, what's wrong with yeah, them? Yeah, I yeah, use yeah, them now. What's wrong with them? them? No, 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 I'm, I'm joking. Pretty, pretty stoked. <laughs> Stoked too. No. And, and and it's amazing to really think that the small amount of pigeons that actually went to these distance races and the returns of the numbers of the returns was actually quite good when you think about it. That's true. You know, yeah, they were. Yeah. They were. So yeah. Um, there's five. You know, you get five out of seven. And other people have got eight out of thirteen. So good percentages really um, on the return. They've done really well. It shows that the mode of transport they went up in was. Pretty good and yeah, good good returns from that. What what do you think of the um, Greater Melbourne Transporter, mate? Tell us a little bit oh, about you. Give us your mate, thoughts. I've I've never. That's one reason why we're actually with the Greater Melbourne because of the Transporter with Joe Phillips donating that truck. is it's just amazing, you know. I mean, that was we Springvale Club went with Joe um, because of that reason to make racing cheaper and everything like that, you know. Um, and it's beautiful, beautiful conditions. So I think it's healthier uh, in the sense of not getting wet straw and all that sort of Correct. stuff, you know. Beautiful wire. Not getting backwash from the trucks passing on the highway when it's wet and all that yeah, sort exactly. of stuff. Rain yeah. getting in you there. Know, so. And you got to realise they're not going no, up and freeze. Like in the wintertime they, when they go up to certain races, they go up and it could be minus two, minus four degrees, and they're nicely covered in, you know. It's amazing. And like Tony uh, was saying, Tony was just saying, in the wind, you know, when you get that draft, like Ivan was saying, it doesn't go through the birds, you know. They're nice and comfortable, aren't they? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You're right, had, Tony. Um, pretty, good, pretty good returns in the, in, the, in the long distances, you know, without any problems. Yeah. And the condition of the birds were good too on the return. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I was surprised. Surprised how good they were, actually. Mm. There you go. What do you expect when you got the, when, the you, when, when you've got the state of the art trucks? Proof of the pudding. There what you what go. do you expect? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Please, no, say, no say. say no more. Say no more. Yeah. Now, tell me something. How did you get into <laughs> pigeon racing, and when did you start? I started uh, in '93, yep. and I, I used to actually show pigeons. I okay. Used to be in the Dandenong Fancy Pigeon Club. Yes. And I used to have rollers. Right, nice. We used to have Birmingham rollers, and nice. I used to create the, the um, sort of bald head rollers with the pearl eyes. Oh, nice. We used to travel everywhere around Australia, like Sydney and Queensland, and South Australia, with showing the birds. It was great times. But, yeah, they've they're changed as well. <laughs> they deteriorated a fair bit, the old show birds, compared to what they used to have. But uh, I... Um, Got into the racing after I had a sort of a couple of disagreements with a couple of judges or whatever, but I got my first lot of birds off Harold Kelsey. He was in the Springvale Club, so he bred okay. me a round, round of pigeons, yeah, in 1993. So 
Yeah. And, nice. and you haven't looked back since. No, it's 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 tough work. I mean, it, people don't realise how much effort, how much work you actually put into birds. You know, you might clean your loft twice a day. You might toss here, there, everywhere, and it's it's a lot of work. And you can't you don't get results unless you do a lot of work too. One hundred percent, mate. And as you get older, it gets harder. You're not old, mate. Relax. You only spring okay. chicken, mate. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's my next question. I mean, you've won the Fed. How did you how did you prepare these birds for the the, the five and the six? I mean, because it's different preparation to the sh- to sprint to the sprints. You know what I mean? So, how did you prepare these birds for the for the five and the six? Well, my I I've only tossed once in about five weeks. Yes, the birds have been flying the roof. Okay. But They've been to nearly every race. Okay, yeah. Right, so I had about 72 pigeons to start off the year in racing. Yes. And because I wasn't actually racing this year because we were going to England and Holland and all that sort of stuff on holiday for weddings and things like that. Yep. But they got they got cancelled. So I had about 40 pigeons there and then I, my brother said, oh, breed you some birds so he slapped some birds together because he has um, some racing pigeons there for foster parents for his Norwich croppers okay he's, he's got um, Norwich croppers croppers which he breeds for showing yes so he bred me about 30 pigeons and I put a I put a, uh, about eight pair together and bred 16 birds there so at the end of the day I, I ended up with 72 to start racing with I had about 84 or something like that but mm-hmm. we ended up 72 by the time we started racing and these pigeons that the 40 pigeons that I had left over from last year when we had some sprint races in the greater Melbourne yeah I've still got 18 of those pigeons out of the 40 Jeez. how good is that how good is that That's pretty good. Yeah, so they raced all last year in the sprint races. Yeah. Yeah, they've raced every second week in the yellow ones because you were only allowed, you know, 40 pigeons or 30 pigeons in the races. So I yep. sort of halved them and doubled up and doubled up on most of them. I sent 28, 14 and 14 to Murray Bridge. Yeah. And I had 14 of those return on the day there. And I ended up with 21 out of the 28. Yeah. And I sent those. I kept a few because I still kept a fed winner from Tassie and a few other couple of other double fed hens. So I kept them, and I sent seven and seven to each of the race: five hundred seven and the six hundred seven. Nice. And I got returned of five birds in each race, so I was pretty stoked with that. Yeah. What good returns? Jeez, very very good. So, yeah, very good. So you, so when you you said you mainly fly them around the loft, how long do your birds fly for around the loft when you uh, let them About out? an hour. Yep. Okay. Okay. And that one toss you gave them, how far would that that have been? That was to Balan. Okay. Yeah. Balan, yeah. Balan. So because so, uh, we had a week's rest. Yeah. Between the four hundred and the five. I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I go. I put him with Joe Phillips in the truck. Uh, he's tossing unit. I mean. So um, I had been tossing earlier in the year with Joe all the time. Like, yeah. It's don't get on. me wrong. They yeah. went um, the the birds that didn't go. They went Tuesday and and uh, Sunday when when he did toss or whatever. The birds got tossed earlier in the year. Yeah. But when you get to the longer distance and they start going on eight hours, ten hour days, I did, did didn't have to toss them. You know, okay. So. So what about yeah. um, feeding? How did you feed them birds? Well, just mainly with the peas, 
peas and and um, just a bit of your own sort of mix here, there, and everywhere sort of thing, you know, because it's very hard to find good food. Yeah. Uh, places that I've bought food from, they keep changing peas and all that sort of stuff, and the birds sort of, they're a bit bitter and they don't like them that much, things like that. You know, it's just one of those things that you've got to try and find the right food, I think. I think that's a big part of the problem with pigeons at the moment. Did it's you, very hard to right. get those droppings right. Yeah, you're right. Now, did you feed them? Um, did you feed them as much as they want, or did you measure yep. the food? Or yeah, yep. yep. feed them as much as they want. Yep. Okay. And yeah. what about the hens so, and cocks? Your hens and cocks, you keep them together or separate? No, I, I kept a couple of cocks. So that's all I had sort of left. A couple of cock birds there, and I put them aside because they had had it. That even though they were being clocked a couple of times each, I kept them and just put them aside. And they can see the hens, but they just had to wire up and down, up and down, looking for the hens. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I, you I put kept them in them the convent. For the last yeah, few weeks. <laughs> poor buggers. <laughs> So what about uh, medication? Do you medicate often or coming up to the five and six, do you give them a good clean out or what did you do? I hardly medicated at all in the last six weeks. Okay. Very, very, very good uh, in the sense of uh, medication. I probably just, it's the hard day, like the 10-hour races that we've had from Windermingle or Murray Bridge and things like that. I, those birds I would just give them for coxie. Yeah. And that's, that's about it because of the stress in them and bring out the coccidiosis or whatever. Yeah. But that's about that's about it. Okay. Bit okay. of garlic sometimes. That was my next you know. question, if you use natural products. Yes, I use garlic, use yep. honey, do you use apple cider vinegar, what do you use? No, I haven't. I used to use all that sort of stuff, but no, I've only just gone to a bit of garlic, and that's about it because, I, I don't know, it's just one of those things that I um, seem to have found. It's yeah. very hard to get your birds flying when they've raced, say, all year, and that is very hard to get your birds flying the roof like they mine started doing, which was which was fantastic. You know, I would I would video a couple of the the days that they were flying, and I I showed it to a couple of people, and they're going bullshit. Sort of you know, <laughs> they wouldn't flying, believe you. How come they're flying so high? I know a couple of times I've been to Michael Platelli's place, and I'd go to, and I'd visit Michael there. Yeah. And, and he'd have his birds out and then he'd say, oh, where's your birds? And he goes, oh, they're up there somewhere, you know, and they were flying so well. I said, geez, I wish my birds would fly like that. And the birds would tell you themselves actually when they're right to be yeah. flying like that, you know. Exactly. Once they're fit, healthy and, uh, yeah. you know, no diseases, yeah. they fly really well, you know. No, yeah. yeah. That's all. So do you get your birds yeah. talking about, do you get your birds checked at all? No. Okay. I've got no one to know who to check the pigeons with. The only person that I know that would um, check my pigeons, I've asked a mate of mine to ask Steve Cameron. He he checks pigeons. I used to get them always with Colin Walker, but when you go to his vet now, he sold it too. It's just too expensive. It is now, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's it's oh. ridiculous. You know. Well, if you want, to, yeah, if you when you toss in Milan or this way, Ivan Fonti does all the testing for us over here. He's got all the um, oh, okay. scope yeah, that, and everything. That'll be, be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You bring yeah. your birds, because bring some droppings. And I'm not expensive. I only charge. I mean, Colin used to be very good in the sense of he would test four or five pigeons at five dollars each Sorry. or something. You know. Yeah. Well, Ivan's now they're asking yeah. thirty-five dollars, well, and then. You know, twenty five dollars a shot after that sort of well, thing. Well, you can you can you can bring here about you know two birds or whatever, and Ivan will check 
test your droppings and do a crop flush. And mate, if you can afford ten bucks, it'll be the best ten bucks you can. Uh, uh, you'll spend. You know <laughs> what I mean? Great. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, yeah, it's, uh, it's ten dollars for people. I mean, I have a microscope here, but I haven't used it. I was was given to me for my fiftieth, and it's brand new and a very expensive one, but I never use it. Exactly, <laughs> and it, like he's it. got it here. He's got it all set up on the computer, on the screen, so you can see everything. And um, yeah, so it's really good. If you ever want to get him checked, Ivan's the man. Yeah. Trust me, he he checks my birds every time. So yeah, does a great job. Does a great yeah. job. Yeah. No, very good, very good. So no, what? I'll remember that. So, no so listen, my, listen, Mister Champion, you've uh, <laughs> you've won, uh, you've had your fair share of fed wins, and what was your memorable moment in pigeon racing? Well, I won a couple of feds in a sort of in the two weeks or whatever in, in the VHA. That was quite good. Yeah, no, the six hundreds and the five hundreds and things like that. The hard, hard races that they are, they you can't sort of forget those sort of races, you know. Tough pigeons. Oh yeah, what a buzz! You know, um, once they're over eight, nine hours on the wings, they've, they've got to be good pigeons to to do that. But they're not memorable birds that you got to look at. Hundred percent. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. That's a, what a race to win, mate. The Melbourne Cup of pigeon racing, I reckon, the long distance. They are uh, produce and all that onwards. It's it's quite good, you know. It's four hundreds. They're, they're all tough races. Usually four hundreds. When you get good steady races, you you've got to look at that. I don't sort of stock any pigeons that do seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, or anything like that. You know. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I just keep flying and flying them until the bird deserves to to go in the the stock loft. You know, and that's yeah. how a lot of my birds are made of long distance sort of thing but saying that I have had a couple of people who have lent me some pigeons at the moment which I wanted to try and get a bit more speed in the early races yes friend Raphael Lay he's lent me a few young ones there Tony McPherson has lent me a couple few pairs of stock birds to just to change up at one stage there I was thinking of the lines getting a bit stale that they're not fast enough and things like that because we have so many short races and it's and it's very hard to keep up with the print pigeons with with the sort of birds that yet I have in my line. Yep, it's like Godfrey Stevens winning the 500 in the in the VHA. You know his birds are, are plotting pigeons in the sense not fast pigeons, but he gets, certainly seems to get them in the very hard. You're right. They just keep coming yeah. home. Yeah, you know. So he has a different bloodline of birds in the sense when he was going with halves in partnership with Van Beers because Van Beers said to me when we were in the VHA he says oh my god I wouldn't I'd I hate Godfrey's pigeons. They slow my pigeons down because the wing beat is so different to what Van Beers has. And yet when it came to the long-distance races, like Van Beers was clocking his in the early races, but when it came to the fives and sixes, whose birds did he clock? He clocked Godfrey's. There you go. Yeah, so there's a different strain of pigeons, which uh, we know that. There's distance in in horse racing. You've got the long distance. A 1,000-metre horse is not going to do a 3,200-metre race. It's the same you know, as so. greyhounds, horses. Yeah, you're right. Horses yeah. for courses. Exactly. Horses for courses, all right. You're not wrong. No. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, um, no, we've, we've had a good year. That Everyone in the greater Melbourne are great, great bunch of people, you know. They are, they um, are. Listen, my friend, all I'm going to say is uh, bad luck for you because you've just given me your tips on how to beat you for next year in the six. So, um, no, um, all good. It's all good. No, <laughs> no, thanks, no. Thank you very much. No, no, it's been a pleasure talking to you, my friend. You're a gentleman gentleman of the sport. Ivan would agree. Tony, yeah, you agree? 100%. Um, look, uh, you couldn't find a, or talk to a better person than yourself. Very helpful. 
you know, don't helps worry. anybody. And um, it's going to be a pleasure racing against you next year again from yeah, the four hundred foot from the four hundreds no onwards. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. And enjoy your win and have a drink on us. Yeah. No problems at all. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Daryl. See ya. See you, Daryl. But anyway, we better rock on. Oh, I think all we right. better. See you later, all everybody. Right. See you later. Bye. Bye.